Welcome to episode 69 of Insects for Fun, the entomology-focused podcast that also covers other arthropods. It's getting pretty close to Christmas, so today we're going to talk about the Christmas beetle. Christmas beetles belong to the family Scarabiidae, which does indeed make them scarab beetles, but there is only one genus of scarabs associated with Christmas, and it's called Anaplugnathus. As for why it's called that, I'm really not sure, and I wasn't able to get any information on the origins to that etymology either. But there is a reason for them being known as Christmas beetles. These scarabs come out of the ground as adults right around Christmas time, and can be found in both the suburban and urban areas of Australia. You won't find these beetles anywhere else, at least not 35 out of the 36 known species. And that's part of what makes them special to the people of Australia. But what do they look like? Christmas beetles are around 20 to 30 millimeters in length, making them a bit on the larger size for scarabs. That's about one inch, by the way. And they come in a variety of colors, like white, rose, yellow, and green, to bronze and gold. After doing some research, I found that the most common colors you get around Sydney are golden brown or green. But if you go further north, you can find more colorful ones. Their feet are really cool too, because they form hooks and are usually black, making them look like boots. The body is pretty compact and smooth, and they've got a really cute face, which kind of resembles that of a platypus in my opinion. Actually, the flat bill-like extension on the heads of Christmas beetles are most notable in males, and it's used to flip over other males in battles for females. My favorite Christmas beetle definitely has to be the queen beetle Anaplugnathus viriditarsis. Also, all of my northern listeners need to remember that Christmas in Australia is warm because it's in the southern hemisphere, so it's not like beetles are coming out in the snow. Now that we're on the topic of seasons, Christmas beetles only really have December and January in Australia to fly around. The beetles spend most of their lives in the ground, feeding on grass roots and other decaying matter. And how long they live is dependent on what kind of environment they're in. Australia has many different biomes, or habitats, that range in elevation and temperature. Beetles that live in colder parts of Australia can take up to two years to grow, while warmer area beetles can take only one year. That being said, Christmas beetles are partial to woodlands, and they can't be found in Australia's deserts. They're actually most common along the eastern coast, and they also can't be found in the southwest corner of Australia either. The grubs are white or cream colors with orange heads, and are often referred to as curl grubs because of the C shape they make. But making a C shape isn't really unique to Christmas beetles, because the vast majority of beetle grubs do this. The beetles don't do well in drier conditions, so if it's been a dry winter and spring, then not many beetles will emerge. It's actually said that if Australia gets a lot of spring showers and thunderstorms, then you can expect to see a large number of Christmas beetles. The adults only have about a month to live above the ground, and though they do take this time to find mates, they also spend it flying around to munch on eucalyptus trees. It's possible for the beetles to defoliate an entire tree if their numbers get high enough, but this usually isn't a problem. The beetles are native to Australia, and as a result, they don't actually pose a threat to the wildlife. 
They've evolved to be the way they are and fit into the ecosystem just fine, so long as their natural predators don't disappear. Now, speaking of their predators, Christmas beetles are food for birds like magpies, currawongs, and kookaburras, but other animals like possums will also pick them off trees. Also, the introduced European fox is known to feed on these beetles in Queensland where the fox can be found. People are actually beginning to worry about the Christmas beetle in Australia because the numbers don't seem to be what they used to be. But there haven't been any definitive population studies done to say for sure whether or not this is true. As of this year though, Invertebrates Australia and University of Sydney have partnered in a project dedicated to getting these answers. The project is called Christmas Beetle Count, and to take part, all you need to do is download the iNaturalist app on your phone and take pictures of Christmas beetles wherever and whenever you see them. The app is really useful and helpful for people in science and or wildlife enthusiasts. I've actually been using it for a while now to help me locate insects because you can literally type in a name and it'll show you all the locations in your area where they were observed, including the month and year. Anyway, back to the beetles. As of this month, there have been over 8,000 sightings reported by over 4,000 people, which is awesome. And there have even been sightings of incredibly rare species that were last seen decades ago. Christmas beetles aren't exactly the brightest of beetles and can be found bumbling around lights at night the same way people in America find June bugs slash June beetles smacking into their windows and porch lights. To be honest, June beetles and Christmas beetles aren't too far apart from a systematic point of view. They're in the same family, just in different subfamilies, and as a result share some similarities in behavior and appearance. But the Christmas beetles are definitely a better sight. Actually, the variation in color might have something to do with protecting them from heat. Researchers at the University of Melbourne have discovered that Christmas beetles have two different methods for protecting themselves from overheating, and both are related to the colors of their elytra. Beetles with highly reflective elytra are able to keep their bodies cooler, and beetles with low reflectivity have higher absorption of heat into the elytra, which can then be diverted away from the body. If you're wondering how an elytra that absorbs UV or heat could possibly cool a beetle, it's due to the space between the body and the elytra. As long as there's a decent amount of air between them, then the beetle can keep cool. Future research will be done to see if there's a pattern between what colors most commonly appear in different parts of Australia. Something I found really interesting about these beetles is that they're actually active during the day. Almost all sources I found online stated that these beetles are nocturnal. But when I used iNaturalist, I found the vast majority of sightings came during the day. And the research article from University of Melbourne also wrote that they're active in the day. So I really don't know when these guys actually sleep. If any of my Australian listeners know, please share it on the Instagram post. I'd love to hear about your experiences. And that's all I got today for the Australian Christmas Beetle. I hope you guys learned something new and enjoyed the episode. As always, it's super appreciated if you rate and review the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. If you want to further support, you can check out the Patreon page. I actually just dropped the new monthly bonus episode, 
that talks about some really cool discoveries across many kinds of insects, including the honeypot ant and how people in Australia use that honey for medicinal purposes. If you'd like to see images of today's insect or every other topic we talk about, you can find Insects for Fun on Instagram or Facebook. And if you'd like to send me a recommendation for an insect you want to learn more about, you can do so either on Instagram or you can send me an email at insectsfordummies at gmail.com. Links to everything will be available in the episode notes. Thanks again for listening, and you'll hear from me again next week.